everybody, what up and welcome to Miller Time. Uh, you might have recognised that uh, music and dramatic effect in the background there. Uh, if you do recognise it, drop me a line at um, Miller Time uh, on Instagram. Yep, that's probably the best place to check me out and that's Miller with an A. And yeah, let me know if you know what movie that was from. Nobody let me know what the movie was from uh, last week, so it was um, Happy Gilmore. Uh, if you uh, if you picked it, that's pretty cool. Um, even if you didn't let me know, that's still cool. Um, yeah. So what do we got? We have got the fourth of the third. So that's. 4th of March, 2020. Um, I'm coming at you a little bit late this week. I went to Newcastle on the weekend after a wedding in Canada. And so it has been crazy. But that's cool. I've got this week's uh, pop culture news for you regardless. Uh, might be a little bit late, so you might have already heard some of this news. But... Um, I'll put it out there for you guys anyway, just in case you are a little bit behind now. I need to put on aeroplane mode, because without aeroplane mode, I have no Wi-Fi. There you go. I didn't realize that would happen. Okay, pop culture news this week. What do we got? Milan behind the stunts. Disney has dropped the behind-the-scenes featurette showing off the stunts work in the upcoming live-action Milan film. Join members of the cast and crew as they run through some of the most impressive stunts of the film. The film's release in theatres in the 26th of March. So that's not long. So here, I will put the trailer on. I'll just turn the sound up on this and let's check it out. Hopefully we don't get an ad to start off with. She's 
everything an action movie hero should be, particularly when kicking ass with his sword. So that's Milan coming out 26th of March. I actually watched the um, animated film from the 90s. It was pretty cool. I've never seen it before. So um, me and Kylie and Indy sat down and watched it and it was, wasn't was bad. So um, yeah, I'll go watch this movie when it comes out. I think Indy will get a kick out of it. Um, okay, Star Wars Books of the High Republic. Disney and LucasArts Film have announced a whole range of new novels titled Star Wars High Republic with five novels set 200 years before the prequel trilogy arriving in August 2020 is shaping up to be an exciting new era of Star Wars. So that's cool. Um, There's a trailer, so yeah, why not? I'll um, put some trailers on here. We may as well have a watch. Cool, hold on, maybe we'll get an ad, maybe we won't. Let's see how we go, Star Wars. ourselves at a very exciting moment with the Skywalker saga coming to an end. We're at a place of what's next for Star Wars. One of the things we've always done is be able to use our franchise platforms to explore the creative potential in the Star Wars galaxy. And so what if publishing was more of an incubation place and bring in great talent and just let their imaginations run free. writers room where we had diverse voices with very different opinions about star wars we all love star wars but we're all coming in from very different places this has been a very free environment for everybody to just throw things out there we've all done lots of storytelling but this is unique and really special the idea that this thing has been simmering for so long is the secret history of the galaxy yep it goes way back to the beginning of star wars we gave them essentially a, a blank slate what would you like to tell for over a thousand generations of jedi knights are the guardians of peace and justice a line that we've been hearing since 1977 and we thought you know what does that look like it is a golden age where there's much more peace and calm in the galaxy. So we're calling it the High Republic. The description that we've used for the Jedi of this era is that they are the Jedi Knights of the Round Table. But Star Wars isn't just about Jedi, and we will tell stories of new smugglers, new scoundrels, new bounty hunters. The threat and the tension really comes from the Republic's borders, because the Republic does not extend from one side of the galaxy to the other. It's a bit of a Wild West new frontier. We see a different kind of Jedi that patrols the frontiers. It is more of a Texas Ranger. We're now bringing in concept artists, illustrators, and visualists, the same way that you would when you're making a movie. We even had Ian McKay come down and just do sketch after sketch for us. When you have a guy who designed the look for Darth Maul sketching Jedi for you, it doesn't get any cooler than this. 
scale of this initiative is really new for us. We're going to have stories for adults and teens and kids. We're building this out simultaneously across multiple publishers. It gives us the ability to tell vast interconnected stories across multiple years. There will be a core group of heroes that will expand over time. There'll be villains. Our main villain are the group called the Nile. We kind of like to refer to them as space Vikings. Their motto is, you can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. story starts with what we're calling the great disaster it wouldn't be star wars without adventure and there's definitely a series of events that will spin the galaxy into a dangerous new direction and it'll give the opportunity for heroes to rise up the cool thing about this is that there's going to be a story for every star wars fan it's really fun to be able to keep readers on their toes this era is ripe for storytelling the Eureka moment was the question, what scares the Jedi? And that made us all go, ooh, something wicked this way comes. Alrighty, that's Star Wars The High Republic. So, pretty cool stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. Um interesting to see what they're going to do with that 200 years before the prequels so yeah very cool okay what else we got the beacon beacons of cybertron have been lit netflix has dropped a trailer for the upcoming transformers war of cybertron trilogy siege in the midst of the ongoing war on cybertron the forces of good and evil clash as the autobots race to find the source of their power the allspark all right, and we got a trailer, so let's check this out. Cybertron is in ruins. Fear was lost. Optimus, at this moment we must focus on surviving as a race, not winning a war. escalated this conflict to the point where we must answer their aggression with force. I empower you, Decepticons, to bring this painful chapter of our history to a close. Okay, that looks damn cool, and I am 
Very pumped to watch that. Uh, if you've ever seen the uh, Transformer movie, uh, this is very reminiscent of that with some of those characters coming back into it. So, yeah, that looks cool. Okay, what else we got? Fox, Machina rolls nat 20 for writing skill check. That's a lot of... What the... Uh, Matt Mercer, the producer... Uh, sorry, Matt Mercer and producer Brandon Unum have dropped a all-new feature for the very talented writing team of the upcoming Critical Role an- uh, animated feature. With Star Wars and Marvel alums in the writing room, the legend of Vox Machina is shaping up to be critical success. So that's cool. Um, this is the last trailer by the look of it i got to play. So I know I've played a lot of trailers this episode, but I haven't seen this, so I want to check it out. So you can too. ever really tried to adapt an RPG campaign into an animated series. So we're actually breaking new ground. They created something that we didn't know the world needed. Really, there's something there for everyone. Even if you are steeped in this world, there's still a couple of moments I think we can surprise you. All the stuff coming out is just so freaking cool. The story of Vox Machina takes place on Tal'Dorei, which is a continent in the world of Exandria. It is an area of smaller nations, but there is an overall sovereign, Uriel, who is kind of the leader of the area. Vox Machina are a bunch of, I can't say heroes really, but they are people that are trying to get by. And they found that it's easier to survive and succeed as a group than independently. And so out of necessity, they became a party. The series begins with a new story This is a telling of Vox Machina as they come into their own as a group. It's a fantasy series. It's mature. It is fun. It is about camaraderie. It is about friendship. We are going to explore all of these amazing fantasy elements that people shied away from. We embrace that. We love that stuff. It's a completely unique thing in terms of high fantasy. There's been no high fantasy that's even remotely similar to the Legend of Vox Machina. I think people will be able to look at this and be like, oh, this is a show with dragons and demons and like everything in between, but ultimately it's about this group of friends. We wanted to to capture kind of the spark and the magic of when we were playing at the table, just in a different form of media. I'm just really excited to see the really heartfelt, touching scenes. That's what got me into the stream in the first place. This is something that is very serious and dramatic, but has moments of intense and beautiful levity and lightheartedness. And that comes from literally this was a group of friends having fun. And we as the writer's room should also be a group of friends having fun. And that was the moment I was like, we got this. Well, the writer's room was just uh, was just a blast, you know, getting to work with all these amazingly talented writers who were all big fans of fantasy and, you know, RPGs. God, the writer. Okay, that looks like it's going to go on for a while, but it does look very cool. Um, it's interesting, so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. It doesn't have a release date or anything. So, yeah, we'll keep our eyes peeled. They call him Witcher Bane. Want to know why? Uh, which is Bane. That's what they call him. New cast member have been announced for season two of the smash hit The Witcher. 
Game of Thrones fans' favourite, Christopher Hidju. That's uh, Tomid Giantsbane for um, people who don't know who the actor is. Yeah, Giantsbane is the one that had the massive boner for the um, uh, the uh, knight chick. If you remember her, what was her name? I can't remember, but yeah, she was a knight and she was badass. We'll join the returning cast alongside several other newcomers. Got a chrome-looking uh, stormtrooper. I can't remember her name, but anyway, yeah, whatever. She was cool. Okay, so that dude will join the returning cast alongside several other newcomers. Lawrence Smith confirmed the production has begun on season two. So, yeah, The Witcher was cool. Um, uh, remember that song, Toss a Coin to Witcher? Uh, yeah. Alrighty, and Henry Cavill, I've seen he's in training for the new season, so that's rad. Um, Captain Phasma, that was her name in Star Wars. I can't remember what her name was in Game of Thrones. Your mother told you there'd be days like this. HBO has announced that the original cast of Friends will be reuniting for an untitled, unscripted special set to air on HBO Max. The chief content officer of HBO Max has said you could call this one where they all got back together. Okay. Whoop de doo. Yeah, if you like Friends, that's cool. Uh, Friends is alright. Whatever. I'll watch it. Uh, no, 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 no. Patman. Okay. Uh, new photos are rolling out. Oh, okay. Of Robert Patterson's Batman. Showing more of the new suit and a new bat bike. These shots reveal a lot about the tone and aesthetic of the upcoming Matt Reeve directed the Batman. Yep. So I'll put these pictures up on the um, Nerdy Oz Facebook page and on the Miller Time uh, Instagram. And you can see he's got a cool bike. Um, yeah, pretty cool. And yeah, his suit looks pretty rad. Uh, next, you'll be a dentist, Cap. Chris Evans is currently in talks to play a character in the reboot of Little Shop of Horrors musical. Oh, that's cool. He is set to play the psychopath dentist Oren Shivio. Shivalio. I can't even, I don't know, whatever that guy's name is. Um, what's his name? Steve Martin played him in the original. Previously played by Steve Martin. Yep, there you go. He was crazy, crazy dentist. Golden uh, golden Outlook for the next indie film. Despite directing the previous four Indiana Jones films, Steven Spielberg is stepping back as director of the upcoming fifth installment. While a deal isn't signed yet, Logan director James Mangold is in talk to take the reins. So that's cool. Big fan of Logan. So, yep, I'm sure he'll do a good job. Dino sequel uh, finds a title. Director Colin Trevelio has revealed the new title for the third installment of Jurassic World franchise titled Jurassic World Dominion. The film opens worldwide in June 2021. Well, that's too long to wait, but... Uh, did I say Dominion? It is Domination by the look of it. Domination, that sounds better. Jurassic World, Domination. Cool, okay. Production heaps up on the set of Matrix 4. Local San Fran citizens have taken to Twitter, revealing new info for upcoming the Matrix 4. 
were pyrotechnics helicopters and our first look at actress uh whatever that girl's name is Idrida Iliba <laughs> whatever some lady in costumes the sequel could be the one maybe I know Matrix sequels aren't usually great but we'll see what happens Till dusk, from dusk it is. Cult action director Robert Rodriguez, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, From Dusk to Dawn, has been seen on set of Mandalorian Season 2. It is rumored Rodriguez is directing some action sequence in the new season. Wow, that's cool. I like Rodriguez. I like Mandalorian. Bring out that Season 2. Okay, that's all the news that I got. Um... Out now is Sonic the Hedgehog. I hope to watch that this weekend. I'll let you know what I think after I check it out. Uh, Birds of Prey, The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I still like that film, um, even though everyone else seems to hate it. But yeah, I'll dig it. Okay, coming soon, you got Milan in cinemas, 26th of March. Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker on home video, 31st of March. And Disney's Pixar's Onward in cinema, 2nd of April. Yep, that's all the news I got. I ran a little bit long today by playing all those trailers, but um, and I'm a bit late. But that's cool. Um, just give you a quick rundown of what I've been watching, and that is Altered Carbon Season 2. I've seen two episodes of this, and it is damn cool. Anthony Mackie is great in it. So, yeah, check out Altered Carbon. I finished Lock and Key. Uh, that was a fantastic show. Check that out. Netflix is killing it. Um, what else did I check out? I've been watching some Clone Wars. There is a new, two new episodes for season seven out. If you're up to date, check that out. I am watching that as well as watching the old episodes, and I finished the movie finally. So I'm progressing through that uh, slowly while. <laughs> Uh, watching it at the gym so yeah that takes I don't need to go to the gym more I guess if I went to the gym more then I could watch more Clone Wars um, I am also watching Yo Jimbo which is the inspirations for movies like uh, Fistful of Dollars and the one that which I haven't seen but the one I have seen is Last Man Standing which is a Bruce Willis movie which I really like and so far this is like a samurai flick it's pretty much scene for scene, so I guess Fist for Dollars would be the same as a cowboy flick. Uh, once I finish watching that, I'm going to do a... Uh, I don't know if it's a review, but me and Mitch are going to have a chat about it. And we'll record that, and I'll put that up for you guys to listen to. Well, I think that's it. So, cool as I'll put this up ASAP, and I'll probably have another one back out on Sunday for you guys. Hopefully after I have seen Sonic. Alright, peace out.